1: or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share home threads the ultimate solution for creating
0: a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, short
1: for dinner and I just feed you, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Home
0: Threads love where you live. That's HomeThreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order.
1: If y'all have been listening for a while, you know that both of our families love pickles, like big time.
0: So, of course, we jumped at the chance to work with Grillo's Pickles, and oh boy, have we made everyone happy. (laughs) Grillo's is going to make you happy, too. We've been
1: fans since long before they became a sponsor, and we're telling you, these are the best pickles we've ever
0: had. In fact, they are not only the absolute best pickle for your summer cookout and burgers, but they are my number one choice of pickle to top my famous fried chicken sandwich. (laughs) Made with a 100-year-old
1: secret family recipe, Grillo's uses only all-natural, high-quality, garden-fresh ingredients to deliver crunchy, tangy flavor with zero artificial preservatives or colors. And all of their pickle varieties are made cold, shipped cold, and sold cold,
0: which gives their products a distinct crunch and bold flavor. Grilla's pickles come in original dill, hot, and bread and butter flavors, and a cut for every occasion with holes, spears, halves, chips, and thin-sliced sandwich makers. And their latest product, Pickle de Gallo, is a pickle-based salsa that's amazing on a chip or as a topping for burgers and dogs. We are completely obsessed with this stuff. No, seriously obsessed. <laughs>
1: All you have to do to get your hands on this goodness is head to the refrigerated section of your local supermarket, including Whole Foods, Target, Kroger, Safeway, and Publix. Go to grillos.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y to grab your exclusive coupon for $1.50 off your Grillo's purchase. That's about 25% off most of their products. And also find a store locator.
0: It's an 80/20 mix, which I think we can just say right off the bat, is a I think a good accessible burger mix. That's how you get a juicy burger. 80/20, people.
1: Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You? A podcast about feeding kids.
0: Hi, I'm Megan and I'm Stacy. Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, don't forget to subscribe but right where you're listening. And if you find yourself with an extra, I don't know, 30 or 60 seconds, leave us a rating and a review too. Those ratings help other busy home cooks discover us.
1: Because you know that they want to know everything that we know about burgers
0: today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sort of surprised that we've never done a burger episode. And also that we did a hot dog episode before a burger episode, which is really interesting. I think that's the power of Billis. You were like, Is it? Because no, I was have, like,
1: hot dogs. You love hot dogs.
0: I don't think it's just the power of me, I'm going to be honest with you. No. I think it's, like, my desire for a little bit of, like, juice and drama. <laughs> like, we both agree on burgers. <laughs> hot dogs, I'm like, oh, let's have a hot debate. Yeah. I do think
1: we're gonna. it's going to be a little bit like the chicken nugget episode. Because we were both like, yes, absolutely, we should do that. And then I think it was surprising that I was kind of like... Yes, you should make homemade and have frozen store bought. And you were like, uh, "I would never buy store bought, ever." Like when you can just make them at home. So it was really fun. I'm curious, do you buy pre made burgers in any form, frozen, pre shaped, pre shaped, definitely? Okay, what 100%. Ha- like fresh, frozen? What's yeah, your...
0: fresh? In New York, we have Fresh Direct. That's like our main grocery delivery service. And Fresh Direct has a deal with old school butchery Pat LaFrida or meat sourcing company. I don't know, Pat LaFrida meats. Okay. And they make delicious burgers and burger blends. So you can buy their burger blends, uh, you know, in bulk, or they have pre-made patties. So I'm spoiled. It's easy to get really delicious, high quality, tasty, tasty beef that's pre-made but yeah like anything like if i'm on vacation like a vacation rental or something you know i feel a little weird about buying ground meat at the supermarket just over the years it seems like whenever there's like a major meat recall i feel like it's like bulk hamburger meat yeah that tends to be the thing because it just requires a lot more processing But I mean, you know, we all do our best. And if that's what's around, that's what's around. I grab it. So, yeah, I've never purchased pre cooked or frozen patties. Never? No. But I mean, like, from what I understand from you and other people, like Costco and like a lot of those big box stores are a primary source for that. And I suppose if I would, if I had a Costco membership, I can imagine buying them frozen. Because that amount, you can't use up as yeah. much. I also don't have a ton of freezer room. Which is fair. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm i not like stocking burgers for the summer. I'm not really stocking much of anything like for long term because I have limited freezer space and our dog food. <laughs> <laughs> so Ziggy's food so pretty much takes up, takes up half of our freezer. So yes. yeah, like I much rather stock my freezer with ice cream in the summer. Fair. Yeah. That's really fair. <laughs> so there you
1: go. What about you? I think that I I tend to default to homemade patties all the time. I'm so curious to know what's in the burger blend that
0: comes from Fresh yeah, Dress. Like, I can is tell it... you. So there's a couple of different ones. Uh, it's an eighty twenty mix, which I think we can just say right off the bat is a I think like a good accessible burger mix. That's how you get a juicy burger. 80/20 people. Because you
1: need the fat in there to make it juicy. Whether you're grilling it or pan frying it doesn't matter. But I have a hack that's on kitchen which is putting frozen grated butter in with your ground beef. So like if you can't find 80/20, you can enhance it with We've butter. talked about
0: that before.
1: Yes. Butter burgers for life. I love them so much. But occasionally, just like you, I will buy preformed patties, like, when I'm at a vacation rental, or I do love the, like, Costco frozen ones, and I think... We don't have our garage freezer anymore like we had when we lived in Boise. So I haven't figured out, like, the logistics of that. But I think that having frozen burger patties kind of, like, aligns with my other goals for being in Tennessee, which is, like, hosting our family a lot and being able to feed everyone sort of, like, spontaneously and on the fly. So I may be relying on frozen burger patties more this summer than ever
0: before. Okay, I want to just quickly follow up before you go on. Okay. So the Pat La did their original burger blend is a combination of chuck brisket and short rib. Yum. Uh-huh. It's so good. And then they also have a brisket burger blend made from whole briskets chuck and shoulder of black Angus beef. But those are, oh, actually, those are about the same price. And then they also have a short rib burger blend that I'm going to pull up just so we know. Because these are, these, I don't know, to me these are, I consider these gourmet yes. burgers for sure. And I think sure.
1: honestly what you're pointing to is a tip that even if you're not using Fresh Direct, that you could use in a grocery store, which is to buy a yeah. variety of ground exactly. meats and mix them together or shop at a local butcher shop and have them
0: yeah. make a blend for you. So the short rib one is short rib, brisket, and chuck. So just wanted to get all those out because I think those are all really great cuts, and I think that they can be mixed and matched in a lot of different ways. So if you just, like, pick two to get a nice variety, especially if you're going to a butcher who can help you, just say, like, I was thinking, I don't know, like, short rib and brisket, I'd like it to be, like, approximately 80-20. They'll put something together for you, and it really will elevate the flavor of your burger. Yeah.
1: And also, that's a great tip for making a bunch of burgers be less expensive like you can do a mix of like something like a short rib that maybe is a little more expensive and something like a shoulder that is a lot less expensive and get like all the flavor from the short rib in a very like small amount and then bulk up the burgers with something less expensive but I think we should also while we're talking about me acknowledge that one We have listeners who are not eating meat. So if I'm buying Impossible Meat, I'm probably buying the pre-made patties of those. And I definitely rely on frozen veggie burgers.
0: Oh, so it's funny because I pulled up a bunch of veggie burger recipes. Did you? Yeah, yeah, because I think that I... My best – I'm thinking about it because I'm also meal planning a little ahead. My best friend is visiting from L.A. in a couple of weeks, and she's a vegetarian. So it's always really fun to make, like, an entire week of, like, vegetarian food completely, like, even when we're eating out. And I don't like pre-made frozen
1: veggie burgers. I guess I'm saying it like, oh, we have a couple of vegetarian diners. I'm buying pre-made patties to have on hand. If I was – If I'm making veggie burgers for just our family, I do tend to just make them from scratch. Yeah.
0: But I would, okay, so I wanna go back to the summer entertaining episode that recently aired because you were talking about how, like, you wanna eat less meat or, like, are people in general eating less meat? And I was saying that this isn't happening in my circle, but I do think this is a good moment to pause. Like, if you're gonna have someone who's vegetarian and isn't gonna just eat the salads and the sides, maybe make a veggie burger to see if like more people will eat it. And it's like it gives your vegetarian guest a better option if they want something off the grill. And then it kind of, you know, introduces the rest of your eaters to veggie burgers that are actually good and not frozen. But I don't know just a thought. Like, I don't know that everyone's open to that, but I do think that it's fun to kind of experiment with veggie burgers.
1: So what recipes did you pull up is what I want to know. I, we have to talk about chicken burger. We like have to, it has to be a whole segment here, but can we talk about (laughs) what veggie burgers you pulled up and like, what are you looking for in a veggie burger? That's
0: great. So I'm going to just admit like right off the bat that I haven't cooked these these are not like recipes that are tried and true, but I'm going to pull them up because I have them bookmarked for my friend Sarah. Who I can't wait to see. Okay. So, in general, I really do like mushrooms and black beans mm-hmm. in my burgers because I think they have nice umami taste. And I think both are really helpful in creating a texture that I like. Do you know how some frozen veggie burgers have, like, oats in them? Yeah. I'm not down with that. I think they have to be either – it has to be, like, oat flour or they have to be hydrated and cooked in some way if they're going to be included. Yeah, sometimes it's, like, not – I don't know. No, It just, like, really doesn't work with me. I like looking for a recipe that makes good use of aromatics. Like, I know it's easy to just put a whole bunch of ingredients and, like, mash it up and be like, great, it's a veggie burger. But, like – Building flavor, you know, you're not going to get the same flavor as meat, but you do want a depth of flavor from your burger, especially if it's a meatless burger. So sauteing onions and garlic as a first step and layering the flavoring in is something that I think is really important to look for. Binders, I think it's important to look for. Your veggie burger is mostly breadcrumbs. Like that's a little bit weird, although breadcrumbs I do think are good and really useful in some amount. But like, I don't know, I've seen ones that have like crushed crackers, you know, that can give you a little extra flavor. Maybe if it seems like it's using too much breadcrumbs, you can look for flowers instead. And then, like you were saying, Oat flour, almond flour can add another level of subtle flavor as long as it's not too much. You shouldn't need too much of just like a generic binder, in my opinion.
1: I think there's something that you're hitting on here, which is really important for me and veggie burgers, which is the binder and whether you're like cooking aromatics and maybe even drying the beans if you're using a bean like canned beans kind of like driving off some of the moisture is this idea of like the texture I do not enjoy a veggie burger that's basically like crispy on the outside and creamy on the inside yeah I don't think that is replacing a burger I love the idea of including something like mushrooms where you're getting like a little bit of chew Um, some really great like black bean burger recipes I love you like have you basically dry out the beans in the oven or in a pan first which makes them a little bit chewy and so then when you process them yes it has like some texture to it I also think not just like throwing everything into the food processor and going until it's like mush is another secret like maybe you do the base and then you just put in the beans and pulse two or three times so you get like a good Almost like a fritter
0: texture, yes, really. Totally.
1: Yeah. And grating veggies like carrots and zucchini to put in there also help with that sort of like it has more chew to it and more texture. And to some
0: it. moisture that's going to help pull all the ingredients together and hold it, which makes me think of things like using a little bit of ketchup too or barbecue sauce, like just a couple of tablespoons that also that like wetness that like helps adhere everything together, but also adds flavor. Both ketchup and barbecue sauce have a saltiness, a sweetness, and like a vinegary tang to them that just, again, like we're talking about layering flavors. You don't want any of that to be too pronounced on its own, but as you start to build in that flavor, it's really delicious. I also just you know we could probably it sounds like we could go on and on about we veggie can have burgers too who
1: about veggie burgers who and knew veggie
0: patties yeah but I want to talk about um, nuts as well so I'm oh, not yeah. a huge fan of walnuts but I feel like walnuts are a really nice veggie burger ingredient they have like the right flavor profile for me and grinding them up and that also adds a little bit of texture and a whole other layer of flavor like earthy umami flavor.
1: Yeah, that makes me think of minimalist baker for some reason. I feel like maybe her veggie patty has like lentils and walnuts in it. Yeah, that um, sounds right. And I think that the that the, uh, there's something there too. We talked about this in an episode where it's like about how to find the best recipes. Is like, I wouldn't go to the beef. Rep- I don't know who's a beef <laughs> b- food the beef blogger. <laughs> it's a beef the blogger beeflogger. <laughs> <laughs> and try to find a vegetarian burger from them but i would go to someone like minimalist Baker. people are really excited about jenny rosenstratch's the weeknight vegetarians Mm -hmm. and her veggie burger which is on kitchen right now so we will link to that like apparently it's a great one i've not tried it yet awesome. I'll, I'll link it to you too for your endeavors. Yes,
0: for my endeavors. And I just want to say also just like grilling vegetables and putting it between a bun. I know like that's not a kid favorite, but like, you know, a mushroom is the go-to obvious one, but like grilling eggplant steaks and melting mozzarella on it, putting a little marinara sauce instead of ketchup like there are other fun grillable things if you don't want to make your own homemade version or buy store bought um veggie burgers.
1: Okay, but I still think that qualifies as a sandwich if you're doing it. It does. It's not right? a, bur- a burger, right? Like Bur- like yes, I think it's a great idea. I'm not trying to diss your idea, but we also need to talk about chicken burgers.
0: Okay, we do, but wait, real quick, because we just like wrote off store bought veggie burgers, which I don't want to do because they are useful. No, I do. Like you have to a favorite have them on hand? Yeah, tell us what your favorites are. Just like, real quick. Totally
1: blank on the brand. Can I take a picture and put it in show? Yes, notes? that's perfect. yes. Okay,
0: perfect. Okay, chicken burgers. Chicken burgers. You know, I don't know what to say about it except that. <laughs> There and turkey burgers, except that they're I just read a
1: whole book on chicken, but I don't know what to tell you because it gets overwhelming. Burgers. I'm like,
0: where do I start? And I'm trying to just like, does get the, to the type point. of
1: ground chicken matter?
0: I think you know, you want to use dark meat, like that's the whole okay. thing. Chicken and turkey are lean, chicken, especially. So, dark meat or a combination of dark and light, if you really want to keep it lower fat, which I mentioned because I think a lot of people who default to chicken and turkey burgers or doing it for health reasons. Mm -hmm. But I just would like to say that um, it doesn't have to just be for health
1: reasons. (laughs) It can be for flavor reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I do think um,
0: it helps to add cheese, our favorite ingredient, Which essentially you're adding fat to it. Yeah. Right. That's what I was getting at. So like cheese is good. I like a little bit of oil and cheese, but one or the other... I've never tried butter in a chicken burger, which you got me thinking about when you said a butter beef burger. That's interesting. Maybe I can experiment with that. Like if I you can only find lean chicken, you know, white yeah. meat, ground chicken. So that's an idea. But I think that also people tend to pack their chicken and turkey burgers with like tons of flavoring because they think of chicken and turkey as being a like very simple blank canvas that can be very bland. Which isn't
1: and I, that so interesting. We think beef is like so flavorful, but like a lot of times supermarket beef is not so
0: totally. much. Totally. And also, by the way, a lot of times when you add a ton of stuff to your chicken burger, you're not really going to taste it. Like <laughs> it gets, yeah. the flavor gets dulled and like, you know, tamped down through the cooking process. So like really be mindful because you're just kind of wasting ingredients. Like, I tested so many chicken burgers and one I was like, tomatoes and salsa and spices and fat. So, that you get a a good texture and some good basic flavoring in your burger, like salt and any other spices. Because again, you want to think about layering the flavor and then really think about how you top your chicken burger. Like, you want the burger itself to be simple, flavorful, and good texture and juicy. And then put the stuff on top. Like, if it's a Southwest, like put the salsa on top. Don't put the salsa in the meat.
1: Okay, we have to talk about toppings, but yeah. I think we have to talk about cooking. Do you feel like there's a difference in cooking turkey or chicken burgers?
0: No, you know, I love a flat beef burger. Like I yeah. love a smash burger. And even okay. on the grill, and I know we're going to talk about this on the grill, I am becoming a quick convert to cooking in a pan on the grill and not yes. just on the open flames because I like a nice, juicy smash burger with a, like, full crust across the whole, like, surface of both sides of my burger. I do think that with turkey and chicken burgers, you want it a little bit thicker. You know, like a a smashed chicken burger is just not as satisfying. So making it a little bit thicker, a little bit more of, like, a traditional burger that's nice and flavored with lots of creative toppings, I think is the way to go in a grill or on a pan. I think it works either way. I do like the flame directly on a chicken Or turkey burger because again that's another layer of flavor it has less natural fat in it and so like that flame broiled you know flavor is really an important layer whereas with a beef burger it's really about that juicy fat beef goodness (laughs) so I want that beautiful sear on the pan
1: Okay, so I just want to say one more thing about turkey burgers and we'll talk about cooking beef Great. burgers which is we just I just worked with the Grill Dads to do this like turkey promo thing and we use ground turkey and just seasoned it with taco seasoning, which I just thought was, like, so great and such a widely appealing thing. But one of the things I learned from grilling those with them is just how important the, the like, shape of the patty is for chicken and turkey. Yeah. Because it tends to, like, when you're adding a little bit of fat and olive oil, which is what they used, or if you want to try butter or you're doing, like, cheese in the middle, there's, like, a s- steaming that happens. So it is one of those burgers where it helps to make a round patty but then sort of thumb down into the middle of it you're not yeah. making a hole through like a donut but you're just like indenting the top of it, it helps keep the patty flat instead of turning yes. it into a little ball
0: which is a I tip also, that they say for beef too but I find that it's a little less important for beef but also yeah. I like smash burgers so right so then
1: you're not even having to deal with that because you're like smashing the patty as it goes into the pan and the steam is getting pushed yeah. out the sides I love a smash burger and i love cooking burgers
0: on cast iron whether it's inside or on the grill i would i was just gonna say really quick though on the indent because you're moving into beef i still if i'm making a thicker burger let's say like that's something somebody wants i still do the indent on the beef burger as well like i do it for any thicker burger i i don't think of it as being specific to chicken and turkey
1: Yeah, no, I think I'm just emphasizing that with chicken and turkey, like, you can't skip it. Yeah. With burger, with beef burgers, I'm kind of lazy about it. I don't, I hate to admit that and be like, I don't know, it just depends on the burger, I think, and, like, the audience. I think if you can, if you're doing a somewhat thin patty already, even if you're not smashing it, like, I would not worry about with a pre-made patty trying to indent it. I don't think it's going to improve the texture. Yeah, totally. But if you're shaping them at home and you're not feeling very confident about your shaping, I think the indent is great. A hack that I love is, you know, like, deli soup container lids? Yeah. They're, like, thin, but they have a little ridge around them. Two of them will perfect – and you, like, press them down as a press on your raw beef will make perfectly shaped patties that don't – need the thumb indent the bowl they won't bulb
0: up while you're because the them. way the two ridges meet creates just the perfect space yes
1: and it's like the perfect fit thi- it is relatively thin it's not like that thick so not a you know those like monstrous burgers where it's like an inch thick patty like you're making a quarter pounder not those burgers but it makes it like thin sort of like a
0: fast food hamburger without, <laughs> without as much
1: effort and without slashing
0: before we dig into more, let's take a quick minute to hear from our sponsors. Megan, remember this winter when I was all about enlightened ice cream bars and desserts like their single served cheesecakes? How could I forget when I was all about them too? Well, as much as I still love those, I am declaring it the Summer of Sundays, as in ice cream sundays. This season, I am all about grabbing pints of delicious creamy ice cream so that I can make all kinds of dreamy ice creamy sundays. I am so here for this, and there are so many
1: enlightened pint flavors that are perfect for whipping up other ice cream desserts, from homemade
0: ice cream cakes to shakes and floats. Mm, yes, all of the above. I have been digging into their light ice cream, which comes in classic flavors like vanilla bean and mint chip, as well as impossibly indulgent flavors that pack in loads of mix-ins and swirls like brownies and cookie dough and caramel fudge pretzel. And you know, they offer a similar range of deliciousness in keto and dairy-free options too. You know what I'm about to add, Billis.
1: As much as I appreciate options that make it easy for anyone eating any diet to enjoy quality ice cream, I am just here for the taste. And when it comes to pints, scoopability.
0: And enlightened never, ever disappoints. I couldn't agree more. And they deliver their feel-good frozen desserts straight to your door. Doesn't get any better than that. The summer of Sundays is on. Find out more about
1: Enlightened and where to find them in your local grocery store by visiting eenlightened.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y. And don't forget to use the code D-I-J-F-Y 10 to get 10% off your order plus free shipping.
0: Megan, it's no secret that I'm a maximalist who loves luxe clothing and home goods. Mm -hmm.
1: It's also no secret that I'm a minimalist who also loves investing in a handful of small luxe things that will last
0: and service for a long time, especially for my home. And we both love a good deal, which is why we've both become obsessed with Quince, a one-stop shop for curated luxury goods shipped direct from the world's best specialty factories.
1: Quince partners with factories that produce well-known luxury brands and that demonstrate a commitment to high production standards, fair wages, safety, and sustainability. They also focus on essential products with low design costs. Think cashmere crews, super soft fleece pants, and the down comforters and hotel quality sheets that I'm stocking up on for the new house.
0: Yay, new house! I'm so into those cashmere crews though, because back to some clothing. (laughs) And they are only $50. I've also stocked up on even more affordable and chic linen shorts, silk camis, and washable silk PJs for the summer. And all of it ships direct from factories straight to us. No middle person and no upcharge. Altogether, that's how Quince is able to keep prices up to 50 to
1: 80% lower than other brands. Real simple, in-style, fast company, Refinery29, and Fortune all agree with us. Quince is a game changer.
0: And if you give them a try and disagree, Quince will give you a full refund. So treat yourself today.
1: Get free shipping and 365 day free returns at onequince.com backslash D I J F Y. That's O N E Q U I N C E.com slash, and this is all lowercase, D I J F Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You? I'd love for you to walk us through your smash burger, like how you like to do it. Do you have a special tool or do you just use a spatula? No,
0: I don't. But I've been thinking about getting one because doing it on the cast iron on the grill is new to me. Mm-hmm. I usually do it in the house, but I like it on the grill because, I don't know, it feels more exciting and less messy <laughs> like, instead of <laughs> splatter. So I've been looking at those cast iron little round, like, smashers. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm like, I do not need another tool. But I will say, he says the maximalist, (laughs) it is actually helpful (laughs) because it's heavier. Like, with a spatula, you don't get a whole lot of, like, precision. You know what I mean? Because... The smash comes from my arm and my angle and like how strongly I press yes. down on it. And you're, it's as opposed not a to direct the, press. It's right. like at an angle almost. Right. As opposed yeah. to like a tool where you have a, like a handle on top and it's heavy and it does the work for you. So I don't think it's like a completely unnecessary tool, but obviously I, I am a maximalist and I haven't purchased one because I'm like, that's ridiculous.
1: Listen, even as a minimalist, I'm like,
0: I kind of want one. I
1: know. <laughs> Doesn't it look so satisfying? It does. And like, we really do love a burger at home. So I feel like anything that would make a burger at home better, I'm willing to invest in. And it makes me wonder if you had a tool like that, would it be easier to do like alternative burgers in a smash style?
0: That would get them really crispy. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, Let's try now it.
1: we need to get the tool. I guess we have to buy. One. <laughs> I, guess we, to buy one. It to I <laughs> guess we have to buy. It's expensive to do. I just need you. Guess we have to do it so that you can know. We'll drop the exclusive info in our listeners' community. <laughs> okay. So this is the most. I feel like this is the most fun part. What do you like to eat on your burger? Let's talk beef burger. Okay. Like, it's just so, you could choose any topping. You're like a Five Guys. They have all the toppings. What's your go-to? This is very
0: pressureful, but I do want to say I want to say that I'll tell you why it's pressureful. But first, I want to say to salt your beef very heavily because it's almost that is almost like a topping. (laughs) Like that is it helps get that like crust on it. Yes, yes, right. So before you throw it on the heat, salt it, salt it, salt it. You know, then you throw it on sears, you press it down, flip. Okay. A buttered bun. I know that's not a topping, but uh, count. I'll count it lightly toasted. Cause I like potato rolls and I like them to be soft. I don't like the outside of my potato roll to feel like it's been toasted. Okay, That should be soft, but I need to like warm it so that it isn't like refrigerator cold. And I need to be able to smear a little thin bit of butter on it pat of butter and have that melt so it's like in the toaster or on the grill for like just a few you know just like a minute or so warm it melt the butter on it and then I'm classic and that's why I feel pressure because I'm like am I supposed to come up with something super creative I raw white onion thinly sliced tomato pickle lettuce iceberg thank you
1: Shredded or pieces?
0: Okay, so it really depends. On my fried chicken sandwich, it's only shredded. If you have a nice, crisp piece of iceberg, I will accept a leaf of it. And then <laughs> ketchup and mayo. But just combo. a single leaf. Okay, Just a single leaf. No special sauce. No special sauce. Ketchup and mayonnaise. Okay. How about you? <laughs>
1: I feel like we're aligned on the bun. Like, I do think that how the bun is prepared is actually really important. And I always (laughs) feel like it's weird because I'll be like, oh, my God, I forgot cheese.
0: I talked right over you, but I needed to say that emergency, (laughs) emergency, cut her off. I need everybody to know that there's also cheese. American. Okay. Okay, go ahead. So we're aligned on the bun. We're aligned on the
1: bun. We are also aligned on cheese, although I might go cheddar over American. Oh, okay. I think you're if you're a person who does not care about your bun toasted, that that there's like you have some childhood trauma. I don't know. You, you need to work through it. You need some therapy. You need you're to just go wrong. Work, work it out. You're wrong. Oh my work god. Hilarious. Okay. But I would swap the butter for a thin thin layer of mayo How thin? on both buns. Like I'm it's not even a teaspoon for the two oh. buns. Okay. But I like that and what you're talking about is actually brilliant. The, a layer of fat on the bun helps the rest of the bun from getting soggy. So it can be butter, it can be mayo. I just like the flavor of that mayo brings. Okay. But i not like do you know doing, then
0: what your sauce is? Okay, go ahead. I would go special sauce. What I would go special sauce. The special sauce. I'm literally on the edge of my seat.
1: It's I, kind of like the one on your fried chicken sandwich where it's like mayo, ketchup, there's seasoning, there's like a little bit of relish in there. And I prefer that because I don't want pickles on my burger. <gasps> I think they're too slippery, but I like the taste of having a pickle on there. That makes yeah. sense.
0: I like having pickles. I like I don't know. I just like either the sandwich slice or, you know, just like pickle chips. I love a
1: pickle on the side, but it's like eating a burger and it having me too slippery is rough on me. I don't All right. know. I, don't I want get it. it. Okay. I would go shredded lettuce and tomato. Shredded
0: lettuce always? Yes. Okay.
1: Again, like the iceberg or even if you have like beautiful butter lettuce, which I love for like a photo of a burger. But then when you go to eat it, if yeah. you have like nope. so- any sauce... Or, like the cheese, then you're like slipping, sliding, you're fighting the top bun the whole time. I also
0: feel like butter lettuce is, it doesn't have as much like structural integrity. It's soft, that's what makes it beautiful. So yeah, it's like crispy. the heat. Yeah, the, the yeah. heat from the burger and then the fat from the bun, like it just wilts too fast.
1: And I skip onion on my burger. I know that that's something. But also, a special sauce is not an option. I love A one to dip a burger into. Not I'm here on for it, that. But to dip a burger into. I,
0: you know, I love A one sauce. It's so good. It's why, so. Why, good. Like, why are we not using it
1: more? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't
0: know. And nobody wants this, so don't worry, we're not going to do it. But I want to <laughs> do a mini episode on A one sauce. I think it's so underrated. It's delish. Yeah. So good. You know, it's so interesting about no onion on your burger. Because if I were were told, like, you can only put one thing on your burger. You would pick an onion. I'd pick onion. I'd pick raw white onion. I'd pick cheese. There's something about beef and onion (laughs) that is so good to me. I love it. So interesting. So you'd pick cheese. Yeah. I mean, cheese would obviously be a quick second. Like, a cheese... A smashed cheeseburger with just onions is so good. Okay, I can get that. And then next would be onions and pickles. So, like, we're we're coming at it from different sides.
1: (laughs) My go-to, if we go to Five Guys, because, you know, they have, like, the whole menu of toppings – Is to get like the grilled onions and mushrooms and a one.
0: Nice, that's a beautiful burger. That that's a very savory
1: burger, right? Okay, but what are so like? Let's say you're gonna have a burger bash. You're gonna have a burger bash. Burger bash. Billis, Billis's burger bash. What toppings are you putting out for everyone? Or like, what are topping ideas? You were talking (laughs) with about the chicken burger and like putting salsa and all that stuff on top of it. But like, do you really do that?
0: Yeah. I mean, like a good guacamole chicken burger is delicious. Mm, And I feel like salsa is one of those things where I've seen a lot of people put it in the meat and I feel like the flavor gets lost. It's like a perfect ready-made topping. I mean, it's great. The tomato is in there. The onion is in there. You get a little heat if you pick spicy. So I... Like, I like putting salsa and avocado on top of a burger that's been flavored, maybe like a chicken or turkey burger that has like some cumin or maybe just some like taco spice like you were talking about earlier. That's beautiful. What would I put out? I'd put out the classics. I would probably put out lettuce leaves instead of shredded lettuce just because I feel like that would hold up better. yeah. Right. I'd put out a uh, thinly sliced red onion. I'd put out thinly sliced summer, beautiful summer tomatoes. I'd have a couple different sauces. I think A1's great. Barbecue's great. Like a special sauce like you were talking about is great. I think relish and all manner of pickle are really good to put out there. Smashed avocados. I really love like green chilies also, like canned green chilies. A really good, like, if you do a pepper jack burger with canned green chilies on top is really delicious.
1: I was surprised to hear you say, like, thinly sliced onions and not pickled onions, because I know how much you love pickles. I do,
0: but, you know, I guess a pickled onion would be beautiful on a chicken or turkey burger, but, like, I was just saying, like, beef and raw onions... It has your whole heart. It has my whole heart. And I like white <laughs> onions, but I feel like for putting it out at a barbecue, I'd use red. Isn't that weird? No, it's not weird. It's beautiful. I feel like red onions are like prettier, maybe a little more kid-friendly, a little less sharp.
1: Yeah. you don't, And also, you don't want to reveal your deep, deep love of... Yellow onions. <laughs> yes. It's like something you want to eat. It's like your own private yes. cheeseburger.
0: Yes. Yes. What about like bacon?
1: Bacon. And then also that makes me think of like crispy prosciutto, especially on oh. a chicken burger. I wonder if you would do a chicken, for your next chicken book. A chicken salt and burger. Oh, that's interesting. Like those flavors,
0: the like parmesan inside. in it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Might have to work on um, that.
1: I can't believe neither of us mentioned our love of the grillos pickle de gallo and that as a topping on a chicken burger. So good. So good. What Um, about like
0: sauerkraut? Do you ever go that? mm, Like I don't love Swiss. but But I would. Mike loves patty melts. And that got me thinking about like, you know, Thousand Island dressing, Swiss and sauerkraut, that kind of thing.
1: Yes. Oh, Thousand Island, uh, which I think is originally where, like, the secret sauce or special sauce from all. Isn't that what it is? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Right? Yes. Okay. Other toppings. Ooh, what about caramelized onions? That's, like, a little more effort, but you could do, like, a bacon and onion jam as an option. Jalapenos. our friend um, Ashley from Treat Street Jams, she's always putting her jams on burgers, which I think is
0: really interesting. Like, she has, like
1: the blueberry chipotle is that what the one i'm thinking strawberry of? I mean, chipotle tri- yes like- and
0: you know what those jams would go good with like a blue cheeseburger like Ooh. jam bacon and blue cheese add some grilled onions too oh that'd be really good
1: into this like really savory sweet yeah I, I do love. like that
0: did yeah. you did you hear that i said jalapenos i want to make sure that- it's, like it's a tear time. <laughs> yes, jalapenos. yes. Yes.
1: Pickled jalapenos or just thinly sliced straight up? Either. Depends yeah. on
0: the burger, right? I think that's fair. What about slaw? You love a good bagged slaw. Do you ever put that on burgers?
1: I. Haven't yet, but like thinking about that broccoli slaw on like a chicken burger would be so good.
0: Yum.
1: Um, I guess I just think of slaw as like going on barbecue sandwiches. Yeah, that's where my default is. But like, you could take all the flavors of a barbecue sandwich, like get a smoky barbecue sauce and put that on your chicken burger, and then do a slaw, and that would be so good. And also, slaw's nice because it's kind of like a vehicle. It's somewhere between lettuce and sauces, like. It gets that crispy, crunchy. Yeah. If you're doing, like thinly shredded cabbage, and then whatever creamy sauce on it. So like, you can't lose. Can you put other salads on top of burgers? I don't know. Now I, don't I know. Was,
0: I made a warm mushroom spinach salad the other night, and so we were talking about mushrooms for veggie burgers. But sautéed mushrooms on top of a regular burger are delicious too. So good. Weirdly, that made me think of dips. Like, can you put hummus underneath
1: a chicken burger? Could I? Uh, you said guac earlier. Yeah. Um, pimento cheese on a burger. Oh yeah! Screaming, love it. Good call. That's yes. a really good
0: one. Okay,
1: where else were you going? I have a wild thing. Give us I was thinking about card. like, what can
0: I just throw on the grill? Because it's fun to throw things on the grill along yes, with the burgers I agree. and then put them together. What about a pork burger with like a soy sauce? Like base seasoning, right? Maybe a little like rice wine vinegar, a little soy sauce, maybe some scallions, and then top it with grilled pineapple.
1: Ooh, I do.
0: Is that weird?
1: Grilled pineapple, especially if you can get it spicy. Yeah, spicy (gasps) grilled pineapple. One of Ashley's jams,
0: or like a a spicy jam, like a red pepper jam, glazed pineapple, grilled pineapple round on a pork burger. I'm into it. <laughs> okay. We, we just, just do made it. that happen. Let's do what it. What time should we be over for this yeah. burger bash? Well, Okay. Can we talk about something else? Cheese in the center of a burger.
1: Yay or nay? A juicy Lucy. I've never... I've never.
0: I've never. Does and that I don't like say, the idea. Does that <laughs> say where I'm at?
1: I feel like it's too much effort for very little satisfaction. Like, also... If you like to cut your burger in half, which sometimes I do, depending on the number of toppings, just to make it more accessible, I like having that, like, corner. Clearly, I have some neuroses around eating a burger and it not falling apart. Yeah. (laughs) But, (laughs) yes,
0: yes. you really into I feel like if you cut
1: into a Juicy Lucy burger, all the cheese just oozes out and you lose all the cheese. So, like, why?
0: And also, it kind of reminds me of something the grill dad said about grill marks. Is that, like, it looks sexy, right? And so does a Juicy Lucy see like who doesn't want cheese oozing out of their burger except you really don't like it's visually appealing but actually you don't want the grill to just hit in these marks a lot you want the grill and the heat to cook across the whole surface so that's why grill marks are bs and i'm saying if you're going to put cheese in your burger i want cheese throughout my entire burger putting it just in the middle is bs like i'd rather use like quality shredded cheddar in my burger blend than just sticking a chunk in the middle which I
1: think that's a really great tip and is essentially what a butter burger is doing without adding cheese to it so like grate some cheese and work it into your meat mixture and then shape your patties
0: have you ever made like a quote-unquote greek burger that's another good thing to do with like chicken or turkey and I've never done this but maybe even like salmon okay right where you're just like Dill or oregano, salt and pepper, and then using tzatziki as the spread, and thinly sliced tomato, cucumber, lettuce, that kind of thing. I've done it with uh, poultry before, but I i not know salmon burgers. Maybe that yeah. could be a nice way okay. to flavor them. Are we going to see
1: it on your Instagram? On didn't I just videos Instagram? Or on our secret? Feed Me Fam
0: Finsta. Here's the crazy thing about burgers and why I felt like there was pressure when you were like, what do you want on it? And I was like, I don't know. I just like the basics. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because every single time I cook a burger, I love a classic burger so much that I find it very hard to cook variations because I'm I'm like, or even order. Like when I go to Shake Shack, I'm always tempted. I'm like, oh, should I get the. mm. I'm eating this and this is so delicious and really I just want my classic the classic every time like I do not get tired of it like that's all Do you I think that's eat.
1: exclusive to burgers or there are there a few other things where it's like, this is just the way I like it. And I've learned this about myself. Yeah. So I'm
0: just not going to venture outside of that pizza. I Pepperoni pizza. Unless I'm going to like a fancy pizza place. Do you know like what I mean? Like a wood fired pizza where you can get like yeah, exactly. toppings. Yeah, exactly. But like if you're just going to a pizzeria. And grabbing a slice. Anything yeah. I do that isn't just a pepperoni slice, I'm like, I should have just gotten my pepperoni slice. <laughs> That's what I like. And it's funny because I'm not very like this. Like, I don't love going yeah, to the you, same restaurant over and over or you're ordering very adventurous. The same. It's yeah. the
1: maximalist thing. Like, you never want to miss out on things. Yes. But, but my burger and my pepperoni slice. That's what, that's what I like. Okay. I think this these are threads in our listeners community. <laughs> I want to know what everyone wants on their burger. And, like, do you just fly by the seat of your pants? Is it different every time? Or do you have a go-to, like, definitive? Mine, I think, is dependent on location, too. Like,
0: oh, tell talk to us a little right? bit about like that. Right? Like I
1: said about the Five Guys. At, at Five Guys, I always get the, like, grilled onions A1 yes, situation. yes, yes, yes. But at home, I tend to default to, like, classic. Like, I want the special sauce. I want the shredded lettuce the cheddar cheese. All right. I want to get fancy with
0: it. Well, you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that I want to hear from our listeners. (laughs) So you guys, if you haven't already, please join our community by visiting didn't digest feed you.com backslash community. We offer a free listeners group. We also offer a supporting membership that comes with crazy, delicious, juicy perks that you want, including two exclusive mini episodes every month, live events, a lifetime access to this private Instagram feed we keep talking about and more.
1: Speaking of Instagram, you can find us on our regular feed as at didn't I just feed you. You can also subscribe to our newsletter there or from our site,
0: didn't I just feed you And of course, don't forget to subscribe to didn't I just feed you wherever you get your podcast so that you don't miss a single episode. Our music is good old times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jim Endo. A humongous thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Stacy,
1: And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well fed until next week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review.